thing sound like uh, this old coach, football coach we had at Stanton. Like, niggas be fucking with him in practice and, like, fucking up and stuff. And then they get this real high-pitched voice that thinks, I'm tired of this shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> mm. we don't have nothing to talk about, huh? Let me go to fucking... Uh... <laughs> I mean, we don't have to talk about nothing now. <laughs> don't force it. You know how I, you know how I feel. We ain't gotta force. You ain't gotta force it. I to say, I mean, the wood flip the switch, flip the cover right. off the button real fast. I done got me by. I done got me by three four. We got nothing to talk about. Yeah, about three four summer Walker uh, pictures lined up. Hey boy. You know, good sleep. What time is it? It's going to be a good night. Tuck myself in. <laughs> Put my bonnet on, nigga. I'm out. <laughs> yo, man, there's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating. Scared to kick reality. Yo, yo, man, there's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating. Scared to kick reality. Get the catch up. Get the get the get get the get the get the get get the get get the get the get the get get the 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 get 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 all due respect this is chef as always on listen to our podcast be sure to give us five stars on apple Podcasts. give us a like on soundcloud ask to your library and spotify and check us out on the iHeartRadio app this is episode 92 gentlemen well with the white voice what up five thousand north side florida it's your boy j joe you want orange soda shorty right on so um first of all let's um definitely um want to observe uh mlk holiday dr Mark, dr king day holiday uh this past monday is tuesday we're recording on tuesday so i know most of us uh, did everyone have work off yesterday yep yeah. i did yep 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 oh, I we, just recently, man. Uh, we just recently made it a holiday in my job i actually didn't even know it like i was on a conference call thursday or friday and somebody mentioned it and i was like oh good to know i ain't got work if i ain't going <laughs> exactly. That's real. <laughs> so it was the same thing for us too. So we um used to have Columbus Day off. Um, so they flipped Columbus Day and Dr. King Day. Uh, so we no longer have Columbus Day off, which is you know obviously fine with me because of the underlying uh, genocide and racist racism associated to Columbus Day. So um, it was a good day. I know for me, I took it as an opportunity, and you know they say. Um, think of it as a day on, not a day off. So, woke up early in service uh, with the city of Orlando, um, which was cool. So, what you did know. you do? We cleaned the streets. We went to went to the Paramore neighborhood, um, uh, one of the uh, historical black neighborhoods, which is disgustingly being gentrified right now by Whitey the man. Um, but we we cleaned up that the gentrified area and the non gentrified area. Um, clean up the streets, and um, that was pretty much what I did for like you know two three hours. How'd y'all celebrate? I mean, did y'all do anything in particular? Or <clears throat> no, nah, I ain't really uh, do nothing. I just I chilled out, uh, went to the mall, 
And then one of my homeboys was like grilling. And I went over there, hung out for a bit. Just really took a load off because I don't get to do that a whole lot. So mm-hmm. I just uh, tell him to chill. I told y'all I went to work, so I listened to a lot of um, trap, black power music, and um, well, trap music and black power music. They should have trap, black power music, but they don't. Uh, but I did see on social media um, a lot of parents uh, teaching their kids about Dr. King and taking them to um, the Lorraine hotel motel in memphis saw a lot of people that went by there recently and looks like that a lot of y'all out there teaching y'all kids a lot of good shit about martin luther king and the struggle um so that's what's up so kudos to y'all so, we're, we're talking about uh, what people did on martin luther oh king. yeah i went to go urinate i don't know what we're talking about what we're talking about oh martin <laughs> We talk about MLK holiday. So, how'd you celebrate? I, I didn't really celebrate, man. I mean, it's not. It's it's hard to celebrate MLK Day. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I mean, the nigga got assassinated, so it's not really something you can really like. Did you just say the nigga got assassinated? Jesus Christ, nigga! I can't say that. That's, that's, you can't call Martin Luther King a nigga. He he's not a nigga. Not all, no, 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 I don't King probably so wait, 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 wait. Call the nigga the most. Right. So wait a minute. So so, so I, like you like put another mark on it. So wait, I call him a nigga and it's a problem. But niggas will fucking Photoshop a full fucking Rick Ross beard on his nigga's face, complete with free two for ones before nine, and it's not a problem. This shit is funny, but you draw the line in me calling him a nigga. I don't think it's funny personally. Yeah, I hate them uh, Martin Luther King Club flyers. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. And what's I'm at the point now where I hate people were. No, I hate MLK Day at this point. Well, I'm not gonna say I hate it. I'm to the point where MLK Day becomes more aggravating than it becomes a time of reflection and just appreciating the history of the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get there's a whole lot of dumbass takes, right? Like. Ah, uh, well, this y'all didn't, y'all didn't, y'all didn't hear what Martin Luther King said after March 9th. He wasn't about all that peace shit. And then they go on a whole fucking tirade about how Martin Luther King wanted to kill 40 motherfuckers or something. Or you get the fucking club shit. Or you get uh, Martin Luther King used to fuck around on uh, Coretta and all of this type of shit. Like, it's like woke niggas in MLK Day don't fucking mix. And they mess it up for people who just want to enjoy it. Enjoy a day of service. Enjoy a day off. Like, the shit is just fucked up now. So now, when it's my MLK Day, I really just want to shut off from everything because it's going to be more aggravating than it's going to be a celebration. So that's why I didn't do nothing, man. There's nothing to do on MLK. Just leave me the fuck alone. That's how I feel about it. Is MLK Day a drinking holiday? Is it a fucking holiday? Mm, I don't think so. You can't get no reparations think, ass? I no, think, no I, civil, think, I no... think it's definitely a fucking holiday. I, I think you have to fuck a white person. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to integrate your... Your dick in some white vagina. That's what Martin would have wanted. <laughs> it, it, isn't it what he would have wanted? No, I think so. And, uh, I know a nigga <laughs> who uh, who announced his uh, it, it was like his birth announcement. Not his birth announcement. What is it called when you're pregnant and you let somebody know everybody that you're pregnant? What's that called? You didn't pull uh, out. Yes. No, I mean it's, it's a, what birth, it's a, birth, yeah, it's a baby, birth announcement. A baby it's a birth announcement. He was like, yeah, because he's black, but like his baby mama is like <laughs> all different stuff. 
but like she's all like she's, stuff. Yeah, she's like she's a 75% white. I wonder if he listens to this podcast. Shout out to you. It's not a diss, but he was like, and he's a comedian, so he probably think it's funny. He was like, yeah. On this Martin Luther King Day, uh, you know, uh, you know, black, white, Hispanic, Native American is all coming together, you know, the way Dr. King would have wanted, you know what I'm saying? And like, it's like, I'm having a baby. I was like, hey, boy, that nigga, (laughs) that nigga dropped his birth announcement nigga with his non-black chick on Martin Luther King Day nigga I was like oh nigga that's fucking nigga that's swag nigga <laughs> like Ball. shout out to you like and that nigga like funked it real good so man hey man that's what's up so the funny thing was I was watching this documentary and they were talking about how um how Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. really wasn't fucking off like that so he wasn't fucking ho- was he or was he not fucking hoes because everybody says he's fucking hoes <laughs> That, I, you I said he was fucking hoes, but he wasn't fucking hoes like that? Is that what he you mean? Like, I'm saying like he was like five, five or six? Like, he was like, he wasn't fucking hoes like that. Well, Dr. Like, Evans at FAM definitely said he was fucking hoes. She hated Martin Luther King. God damn, he why? Like, he, he, stole, he stole most of his speeches and he cheated on his wife. She hated that. Like, we wasn't even talking about Martin Luther King. I don't even know where that shit came from. But who who did he steal his speeches from? Because there's no another nigga that's like, there's no like nigga that has similar speeches. Was like, huh? Like who 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 did it? Stole from me. I want to say she said hoes make another hoes, nigga. I I don't want to make this up, but I feel like she was saying he stole his shit from Ralph Abernathy. Oh, shout out to the noob, to the sweet noobs. That's what that's who he stole. I'm not uh I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I forget. I'm but, foggy on that. But the th- but the thing about well, it is he might have been stealing it from a nigga that just wasn't wrong. Like he knew like a nigga that was a good writer or whatever, but he didn't have his platform. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Like what comedians do what they said Kevin Hart does, like steal other niggas' jokes. I don't think so. I mean the nigga might have had a speech writer. Like that's what people do. They have speech writers. That's probably what Abernathy so, did, because Abernathy was, was always there. Like Drake in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, say that shit like this. So we're saying, like we're saying that, that that Abernathy was a ghostwriter from Martin Luther King? I like that. I mean, I don't... We're, we're I, I not feel like, that. I feel like... Y'all, y'all, that's, y'all niggas will say it. I feel like that's what she said. You know what? I think who he stole it from. I remember she mentioned something about Ralph Abernathy. You I'm know what? Him. As the as the know it all analyst on the show, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to make it a fact. All right. Ralph so, Abernathy was the ghostwriter for Doctor so, Martin Luther King. So I got hit up this weekend saying, uh, like, well, uh, my homegirl texted me was like, "Hey, tell Wood we get it. He knows more than us. Like, fuck off. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, What do you mean? Like, people like Wood or whatever. And she was like, Really? Like that nigga has a hive? So. The J. Joe she doesn't even think I got a hive, nigga. Three. Right, she didn't believe you had a hive. Like, nigga, people like Wood. Probably because he has the best mic, but besides that, I mean, I think people might like him, too. So, yeah, Wood, we every, we we get it, man. I put the same. The people are saying, man, they get it. Yeah, you're a fucking know-it-all, all right. you know. So I, Chill I, out. You're from D.C. We get it. So I won't, you know everything. I, I won't know shit from here on out, okay? Just put it like that. I don't know shit about shit, all right? That'll make the people feel better. I would no longer serve as an analyst on this fucking show. 
It's always funny when they get mad. You know what? Fuck it. You ain't got to worry about me no more. <laughs> right, right. Hey, you old lady, I'm just not going to say shit no more. Like, ever, ever. I'm never going to talk about stuff again. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Can we, Can we? since we're talking about old ladies, uh, I, I, I would like to address um, everybody that has addressed me in the podcast about last week's episode. Um, and namely, the asking for a friend. So let me preface this with saying that, um, like that conversation, or that that question that we brought up, uh, do women really care if their man is happy in a relationship? Right. That that's what it was. If you just now listen for the first time, so we didn't come up with the question. It was a meme that was being passed around, and you know we just wanted to kind of start a discussion about it because what we found out was that majority of women were saying yes they do care and majority of men were saying they didn't feel that way so this podcast is made up of four men so we're going to give our takes um yes we gave some generalizations because that's what we do on this podcast all the time but for whatever reason this ruffled a lot of y'all's feathers and I couldn't understand why we say a lot of bullshit on here like weekly we say a lot of bullshit but for whatever reason this really made women mad so I got text saying that all right so first of all y'all make it seem like y'all hate marriage which everybody on this podcast has been happily married at one point in time and we definitely are pro marriage. Everybody should do it once or twice in their life, right? So let's go ahead and dispel that rumor that we don't like fuck with marriage. Like niggas love marriage on here. We hope that if that's something that you love it, man. This shit's cool. fucking great, man. It's awesome. If, that, but I don't right, know shit that's about shit. You wanna, if you want to do it, you don't have to do it. But if that's something what you want to do, it we're pro get married. Everybody oh, on this wait, podcast. Wait, wait, I got a question. So where how they where did they gather that? Thank you. Okay. I, that's what I want. All right. So, so they gathered that from. They asked. I guess it sounded like we weren't happy. Nobody was happy. Us four weren't happy, and the woman that we had on here didn't sound like she was happy either. So, you know, it just sounded like a whole bunch of mad motherfuckers talking about people not being appreciated, which again was just a kind of a small part of it right because we i feel like we talked about all different uh issues when it came to this subject right so the first issue was the i got into semantics with, with people about like okay you're asking if women really care if men are happy in a relationship how can y'all talk for women so basically we were mansplaining uh how women felt. Fuck them. No, 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 no. Fuck them. Fuck them. Because this wasn't even about fuck. How can we fucking mansplain about what how men feel? It, we were literally just talking about us. Like, this is how right, men so. fucking feel. Like, let us talk about fucking how women feel about some shit or a woman's fucking issue. We'll be burnt at the fucking stake. Like, how can white people go talk about how black people should feel about racism? Like, how the fuck does that happen? But when black people, black men try to go talk about how they feel, our opinion, our viewpoint of this shit. And it's not even on no like judgment or damnation type shit. It's just, this is the description of how I might feel by and large. 
and we run into a situation where y'all are full of shit. Y'all mansplain the shit away. Like, y'all are guilty of doing the same shit that y'all hate other people for doing against you. That's bullshit. Fuck them. And their opinion. I got... I, I don't know got, nothing about nothing, but fuck them. So, we... I did, I'm not we. I got females explained about a, a lot of issues, right? So, try to tackle them. I've been drinking Hennessy. I wish we would have started this when I was sober. So, um, I guess the... The first big thing that they were talking about was that, um, I guess I want to tackle that. When I say that if men are really happy, do women really care if men are happy, right? So that's us. Happiness is a spectrum, right? So saying that you care if a man is happy, we're not saying that you don't care or that the man is miserable in the relationship. Because I got a whole bunch of like, well, if the man is... If he's unhappy, then he's only going to get 50% or blah, blah, blah. Like, we're not saying that. We're not saying that the man is at home saying, I hate this bitch. I wish this bitch was dead. No, the nigga could be fine in the relationship. He's fine with the way it is. That's why he's not complaining about it, because he's fine with it. But on a spectrum of how do you, how does he feel if you, how does he feel about you feeling if he's happy or not? He might be at a seven when the highest is a ten, and that's what we were saying. We're not saying that the niggas at home mad. So then I got a whole bunch of, well, if he's not happy, then he should open his mouth and say what he's unhappy about, right? So at this point, I, I try to get to like, all right. So as men, right, when we're little boys, communication in our first language, right? We fall down, we scrape our knee, we have to suck it up, don't cry, get back out there, rub some dirt on it, you'll be fine. So at a young age, we're already, we're already um, kind of mentally trapped into thinking that we can't share our emotions. And for some, and again, women, this might not be you, but for some men, they have tried to explain how they felt before. It might have been a college girlfriend, I mean, a high school girlfriend, it might have been a college girlfriend, and he might have been like, you know what, that hurt my feelings. And he was met with toxic femininity. Nigga, get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh, word, I don't like no punk ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you sensitive about that shit, all I did was X, Y, and Z, and now you feeling mm-hmm. this way, like, no, it's not, it's all not. it takes, all it takes is one time for a nigga to be like, but well, it's I'm not even that. that. It's not even that. Talking to a woman is like boiling the fucking ocean, right? So if I tell you how I felt about some shit that happened on Thursday, like man, you know, what I mean, you kind of, you know, you, you kind of talked out of your name, you know, you kind of called me out my name, you know, you was kind of aggressive with the shit. I really don't like the way you feel. And then it the issue becomes wider. Oh well, you know, you talked to me like that shit all the fucking time, like X amount of weeks ago, months ago, years ago. You talk to me aggressively, whoop de whoop de whoop, or you don't do X and you don't do Y. It becomes a conversation that you can't, you can't put a boundary around. We can't get to a solution because you've made it so fucking wide that I got to go back to my fucking childhood and correct some shit I can't in order for me to properly communicate how I feel today or how I felt on Thursday. That's why niggas who are highly efficient creatures be like, you know what? I could go tell her how I fucking feel, but I already know how this fucking conversation is about to go. I'm not going to be right. It's going to turn into some shit about some shit. It's not even relevant. 
So you know what? Fuck it. Let me call this nigga five stacks up. Let's go have a fucking drink on it and let's move on about our fucking lives. Because that's quicker and it's more impactful. Talking to women, not so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like, it's kind of um, weird to assume that people don't open their mouth and say stuff or whatever. But, <clears throat> like Wood said, if you already know based on prior experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think everything that was said was rooted in some kind of prior experience. Like, I don't think nobody was just making blanket statements about what they heard or what somebody told them. Like, it was from everybody's own previous experience. And I'm sure we've all been in that spot once before where, you know, you go to somebody with a concern and they basically like, "Mm, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. So, like you say, why would you keep subjecting yourself to that? Because now you like double pissed off. Like you got whatever going on that led you to have a conversation. Then you pissed off because of how the conversation turned out. So, I mean, yeah, basically just save yourself a step if you can help it. And what and what everybody just said was really very very important, ladies. Like I know we have a lot of women that listen to the podcast, uh, and what JJ said to reiterate. Is kind of like a machine learning thing. So if you've been a, like, so the way our mind, our brain works is if you experience something and and notice a a, a reaction um, to whatever happened, we kind of internalize that and move forward and and move accordingly. So that was a consensus. Like y'all can't see our faces, but we can see each other, and we all kind of nodded our heads after he said that because what we do is usually we just like we correct the, the situation in another way. Like, so we're not going to have like necessarily engage in an argument. And then you're like, oh, I don't know how to communicate, but it's really just um, kind of like the, the way we, we know how to react. Now this will go over badly <laughs> because last week wasn't even that bad. I think this is more, we, we, we more honest this week than we were last week. I agree. <laughs> so, 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 and again, so um, you got a lot of women saying that, Oh yeah, I, I care. I really care. You know what I'm saying? Well, then I'm not, we're not talking about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, not every woman, this is not for every woman. Yes, we're doing some, some general generalizations and we're talking from the majority of the men that we spoke to, right? So we're just trying to have this conversation because it's, uh, I keep saying it's a fucking disconnect. But if your man, your man is fucking happy as a fucking lark, then good for you. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. This was for those who don't know, those who went to their their husband or their boyfriend and asked them, like, hey, do you think I care if you're happy? You know what I'm saying? And a, a couple women that I know did that, and uh, one in particular. He said, like, yeah, you've always cared, but in general, I don't think that women care. You know what I'm saying? Which sparked a conversation. So instead of getting, I guess, upset with us, I, I said last week, like like Ayana said, like, do the work. Like, ask your man or ask your, your ex if you don't have a man now. Like, do you think that women really care about happiness or do you think that I cared about your happiness? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not for y'all to be upset with us or or that. We're just trying to have a fucking dialogue about it because it seems like people are on two different sides of the fucking coin. And, and we're not saying that all women don't care or that women don't care. That's why it was 
a little part, that little part of do women really care? Of course, we. you don't want your boyfriend or husband to get hit by a truck or no shit. Like, yeah, you care about the nigga, but like, you know what I'm saying? When's the last time you asked that nigga about his fucking dreams or fucking aspirations? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. shit like that. So if if you if you got upset about the conversation that we had last week, then hey, it is what it is. We brought a a, a, a woman who's been married with another dude for over a decade, and she was like, yeah, I mean, I care, but fuck, I don't really care, care. You know what I'm saying? Which I wasn't expecting that, because I... But shit, she was just being honest. So it's up to y'all to do the work. You know what I'm saying? We just want to just to 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 tackle that. And again, we're just four heterosexual men. You know what I'm saying? Given our experiences and what we think and, and people who we talk to, um, you know, I'm sure it's different in 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 other forums. Like I'm sure one time we'll have us uh fucking. A, a a gay day on the podcast, a gay you know we have a, a gay podcast and we talk about how gay people feel and you know lesbians, homosexuals and bi's and tries and all that. But like as for last week, we were just four straight males talking about how other uh, cisgendered men were feeling in their relationship. Man, so you uh you, you touched on something. You touched on something too about. Um... Like, okay, your mate is happy, good, you're doing what you're supposed to do. I think it's important to note that doing what you're supposed to do is different for everybody. And I think that's another issue that we run into periodically because Mm. people try like a one-size-fits-all approach. Like, you're doing the same thing now that you did with your ex, but they, you know, there are two different kinds of people. Or... uh, you know, you see maybe your friend and what works in their relationship or what have you. Like, everything is different. Like, I was sitting around a few days ago talking to um, some friends, guys and girls. And, um, you know, one girl was like, yeah, you know, I iron my husband clothes and I cook and I clean and this and that. Like, you know, so that's what works for them. Me personally, like, I cook my own food and iron my own clothes. So I mean, that ain't a requirement for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, whatever. You know, not a big deal. So <clears throat> that's the main thing. Like, we got to stop doing the cookie cutter one-size-fits-all one and drill down into the specific needs and wants and goals and aspirations of the person that we're dealing with. And I'll let, you know, this is just how I am and take it or leave it and all that. Like, that's that's the wrong approach. Like, you shouldn't be in a relationship if that's how you feel. Yeah, and me, personally, I don't know shit about shit, but I'm just saying, not to be Steve Harvey about nothing, but it go kind of goes into the love language shit. I ain't saying you got to go read the book and shit, but you kind of got to know what makes the person tick in a relationship. Like Five Stacks was saying, you can't use a cookie-cutter approach. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, well, I've cooked dinner, I've I've washed the clothes and all of this type of shit, and that's going to make that nigga happy. One of the love languages is acts of service. That nigga might not be in acts of service. He might need words of affirmation. He might need you to rub him on his back, shit like that. Um, you need to know that person and not just go down a list, a chore list, you know what I'm saying, of tasks. I've done X, Y, and Z, so he should be happy. And also, you shouldn't, I mean, the, the male emo- list of emotions is not complex, but don't just take it face value because your man has not said anything to you that he's happy. Men are good at saying, well, let me just do whatever I got to do to 
make everything seem cool so she doesn't think that's something wrong. Because I like I said last week, if a man expresses that he is unhappy, oftentimes that will immediately make the woman unhappy when she finds out. So a lot of times men are not going to act like they're unhappy because all it's going to do is make you upset. So niggas would just be like, well, fuck it. Let me just make sure everything is cool. I'll go to the bar, deal with my emotions on the side, and everything will be cool on the surface. So don't think just because everything's taken care of and that nigga's like he's cool. He he's like women will stomp around like if women don't get dick, they'll stomp around the kitchen and close, slam cabinet doors shut and be all type of emotional and shit like that. Cause you guys are good better at communicating and saying something is not okay. And then we come back and be like, All right, what's up, man? What's wrong, man? You been kinda of tripping. That's what we do, and that's how it communicates that way. But men are not the same way. You can't impose that on us. That's not how we communicate. Everything will seem cool to a nigga. And you'll never be the wiser because that's how we're programmed. You have to know that nigga. You have to talk to that nigga and know, kind of know what makes him tick to kind of know if he's happy or if he's unhappy. If a nigga doesn't care about most shit, he probably doesn't. He's probably unhappy. You know what I'm saying? But once a nigga cares and he's like, he's overly communicating, he's overly doing the things that he would do. He's voluntarily doing those sort of things. That's how you know that a nigga's happy, man. Like, don't just take it for granted. Like, oh, this nigga's cool because he ain't He's not stomping and shit like that. That's not really how we react. True. But I don't know shit about shit. <clears throat> Honestly, right though. Yeah, that's it. I mean, ba- I mean, basically, people kind of tend to run past the facts. It's, I mean, it's almost like um, people who try to like self-diagnose themselves. Like, I'm telling you, I'm having this issue, or I'm unhappy because, and then a motherfucker want to argue with you and be like. Nah, that's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that an issue for you? You know, like, you can't tell people how to feel or tell people how they should feel, like how you think they should feel. So, um, <clears throat> it's really, it's really just it all boils down to communication. That shit sounds cliche and simple, but really, that's what it is at the end of the day. All right. I mean, and that's probably my last point. Like I said. I, I got a message from somebody saying that I mean you know y'all making it seem like men are the uns, unsung heroes of the relationship and X Y and Z you know what I'm saying and that's that right no that's the type of shit I get so that's not what we're saying that and and that's not all men we're just saying that in a a, a lot of times in a lot of relationships that we know like that's that's what's happening you know what i'm saying and that's not all relationships it's a lot of great women out there doing great things that man are happy you know what i'm saying and and i'm sure if we if we flipped it and was like well do or do men know if you know their woman is happy y'all would have a lot to say about that but this is just our fucking side of the coin so we're not saying that all men are doing everything that they can and blah, blah, blah. We're just saying that in this instance, in this question, this is how a lot of men are feeling. So, you know, you can either dismiss it and say that, oh, you know, that's just how that's just how y'all do when y'all get together. Y'all just like to put your wives down and all that shit, which is dismissive. Or you can be like, well, shit, are men really feeling this way? Like, oh, why, why the fuck are y'all feeling this way? And start talking to men about it and see, you know, how you can rectify the situation. So, 
Wait, who Let's, does that? I've never sat around where niggas was bashing their wives. Like people do that. that that so that's what I said. I said <laughs> niggas rarely even bring their wives up for a yeah. couple of reasons, right? And I was like, well, for the for the the most number one reason is if it ever got back to her that she was around here talking bad about it, nigga, you All would bad. never hear the dog. No, you would never hear the end of that shit. So niggas rarely talk negatively about their wives. I'm talking about niggas like black men. Like, niggas are talking about sports and other things. Niggas are not going around being like, you know what I don't like about my wife? And niggas like, me neither. Like, right. niggas don't do that. Because you look like because a... You look, stu- you look stupid as fuck because you with her. You talking bad about her, but bitch, you with her. Right. Like, nigga. So that... Let's dispel that rumor or whatever. That 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 uh, mindset. Like, men don't get around and do that. That's not like some... That's not what men do like it's not a cool thing to do be like hey, hey let's sit around and bash our wives no nah, that's not what black men do that that i've seen so if anything men don't talk about their wives because you're already on my fucking nerves so the last person i really want to talk about is you let's talk about something else let's talk about sports let's talk about politics let's talk about your fucking old lady let's talk about anything but the motherfucker who's on my ass that's fucking driving me fucking crazy right now Let's talk about some ninjas go to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? Let's go look at some scattered ass. Shit like that is where niggas want to be because they want to take their mind away from the shit that's making them, that's causing the angst at that particular moment in time. You know what I'm saying? But see, but, but see there, there you go complaining. So you're not happy. But <laughs> I mean, that's what they, I mean, but me, think of, I don't look at relationships like that. There are times in a relationship where you will be happy. There are times where you will be unhappy. That's just reality of relationships. Some kind of way, I think women feel that you're supposed to be happy in a relationship 100% of the time. That's not, that's unrealistic. There are ebbs and flows in any relationship. That's romantically, that's unromantically, that's friends, that's whatever. You know what I'm saying? And you have to deal with that. And you have to be able to manage your own emotions and your own happiness. Where I'm unhappy right now in my relationship, but I know where to go and find a source of happiness until we get through a fucking rough patch or whatever the fuck it is. People have rough patches, you know what I'm saying? You can't look for. 100% of your happiness in one person. That's just unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in that, and that's not how I live my life, so I don't have any issues that way. Some people that do look for happiness, 100% happiness in another person, once they don't have it, once they reach that moment where there is no happiness, they they don't know what the fuck to do. This shit is all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, we're having a bad rough patch or whatever, and they can't get through it. They get divorces. They do all type of bullshit, hit each other. And that's just not cool, man. You got to be able to find happiness outside of your significant other. Or else you're going to destroy yourself and, and definitely destroy the relationship. But, you know. So where else do you find happiness? You you got, else, who else do you find I mean, for, first and foremost, you got to be able to find happiness in your fucking self, man. You got to be able to go do the things that you love, you know what I'm saying, by yourself. I mean, even if it's just going and being by yourself. Fucking sitting outside looking at the fucking sun. Or go, whatever vice. If it's a vice, it's a vice. If it's gambling fucking do it if it's drinking go do it if it's reading a book go do it if it's going and being around friends going and do it like you don't give those things up once you get into a relationship you need those tools in order to get through a relationship but i find that so many people give that shit up once they get an old lady once they get a wife or whatever and they don't have any more tools to make them happy outside of that other person and no one person on this planet can make you happy 100 percent of the time so if you go and you live no by that doctrine, if you live by that doctrine that this person is going to make me happy, at some point in time that's going to fail and your relationship is going to be destroyed. That's yeah. a real, 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, basically, like, if the problem is, like, we basically spent, I don't know how long we've been on here, but it seemed like a long-ass time defending, A, a position that we didn't take up, but, B, what if? Fuck it. Okay, yeah, I'm not happy. Why is that a problem that I can't express that? Like, I should just keep that shit to myself and fucking have a nervous breakdown or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, sounds cliche, but it goes back to the communication. And like Wood said, it could be something simple. Hey, you know, not feeling great, rough week at work, whatever. I don't fucking know, you know, it's quarter end or whatever, whatever kind of shit people deal with at work or whatever. And like he said, just, you know, hey, I'm going to go watch me a movie or I'm going to go out to the beach or I'm going to go on the bike trail or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, too, we try to, like, suffocate, you know what I'm saying, a person or you have so many other obligations that you're dealing with, but you do have to take time for yourself for whatever that looks like for you. You know, play a video game, read an article go to the fucking mall, like say, go to the strip club, go play some poker, pull a couple of slot handles, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? And you, you gotta do that and maintain, you know, some sense of normalcy or whatever. And you kind of have a go-to and sometimes stuff just has to run its course. It might just take you a couple few days and that's that, you know, it's, it's like, you can't, you encouraging people, oh, well, why don't you just open your mouth or whatever, but then at the same time, you discourage them from being truthful and telling how they really feel. And once you start motherfucking lying and shit and trying to, like, manipulate the situation that way, you're going to fuck yourself up again because now you ain't even dealing with the real issue. You're dealing with some manufactured issue that you did to try to save face or whatever the case might be, so... I'm not a, I'm not a super religious man, but my pastor told me when I, before I got married, the woman that you marry and that you're going to stay with the rest of your life is the woman that you can fall in love with, fall out of love with and fall in love with again. That's going to be the woman that you stick with. But the key portion, the key words in that was fall out of love with. You know what I'm saying? You can't be with a woman who you're going to be in love with 100% of the time for your entire life. At some point in time, you're going to change. The person that you are is going to change. The person that she is or he is is going to change. And you might fall out of love with that person for whatever short amount of time. But true love is being able to not only fall out of love, but go back to seeing the person that you saw initially and falling back in love with them. So there's going to be some unhappiness. That's part of life. You know what I'm saying? No person can be 100% to any other person. You just got to learn how to deal with that shit as a human being, man. It's not negative. Like, don't take this shit as offense. When motherfuckers say they're not unhappy at any particular point in time. I mean, it's fucking life. The other thing was, so I was listening to this other podcast. Um, there are no other podcasts. Chef is the only one who knows other podcasts. Right. And then he pauses for me to say that. After yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did pause for you. Um, so, it was, so they were talking about, it was like about, they talked more about like the brain, how the brain works. And, they were basically saying like every 10 years you pretty much you're a different person every 10 years like your 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 brain based on life experience your brain changes your value so your values change um the way you think your beliefs all that stuff changes pretty much every 10 years and you're you're a new person every 10 years so a lot of that has so you have to i think I, that interests me because i mean i think we have to factor that in in terms of our relationships 
like understanding that the person that you're with is going to become someone different and how you have to adjust to it um, or not adjust to it. I mean, that coupled with the fact that one person shouldn't be your source of, of happiness and the fact that you're a different person, that makes it makes things a little complicated. And I think having the empathy to understand that things change and people change um, throughout the course of life is something that's probably helpful. And I'm, I mean, just from my perspective, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you should listen to what people are telling you, and if you're gonna try to work through it, work through it. But if you just gonna basically be like, nah, that ain't how you feel, or you shouldn't feel that way, man, just save everybody the trouble because it's only gonna make that shit worse. That's bottom line. So, what we got up next? <laughs> I feel like we spent too long defending how we feel and. That's something else that people do. They'll just go to a hundred. Oh yeah, you're not happy. You're bashing people. Like whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait not to minute. not to pour I gasoline know. on the fire, but part of being a man is having to defend what the fuck you feel. Yes, that is true. And we'll be talking about that next week. I'll be I'll be here. <laughs> so let's um, talk about positive stuff. Uh, Wood found out how Summer Walker was today. So um, bravo to him. Give yourself a round of applause. Give yourself a round of applause. Or not. Or not <laughs> this is your audience, hell. Right. So, so can, you, can you give us the backstory of how you <laughs> found yeah, out what, how Summer Walker was? I thought you knew, honestly. So, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't give a fuck about Summer Walker. I don't give a fuck about most of these motherfuckers in music nowadays. But I heard a couple of songs. And Chef... She, we talked about this. I forgot what episode it was. The chef talked about um, she was musty or something like that. Like she takes whole baths or something like that. Oh, all right, cool. So that kind of that kind of turned me off. I'm like, damn, who just dusty ass bitch that takes whole baths or whatever? You know what I'm saying? And she takes whole baths more than like non whole baths. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I guess I was going through going through social media, or whatever, and I see a picture. I'm like, oh, who's this? And I'm like, oh, that's Summer Walker. And I'm like, but bitch, I kind of like her a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like like a like 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 a like bitch 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 you straight, you know what I'm saying? And um, I I actually shared with Chef I'm like I don't fuck with you talking negatively towards her, and I was like sleeping or whatever. Like I could have been rubbed one out to Summer Walker, but now like I wasted like ninety days because I thought that she was like weak as fuck, and she's not weak as fuck. I mean, I think it was just kind of fucked up, Chef. I really don't appreciate the shit, but I did find out about her. You know what I'm saying? And now I don't fuck with Chef. I don't value his opinion on women. And um, hopefully we can move on from here. I mean, I don't think it has to be like that. All I'm, all I'm saying no, was I'm like, like I'll speak. I was speaking more like personal preference. I'm not saying, I didn't say the girl's ugly. I said I was concerned about the fact that she'd be um, not bathing good. And that was that's really all it was. How much the ass will get it? So mm, the thing that, How? Okay. On a fucking, you about to say how you going to No, no, no. I'm about to say how on a... On a tinge, tinge level of of must, like how how low would you go, or how how would you go? Uh, ten, ten band super must. So put it like this: uh, I would do thirty minutes of working out and lower. Anything over a thirty minute workout and higher, I wouldn't fuck with. But thirty minutes and lower of working out, like if she hopped on a thre- treadmill for thirty minutes. But just after a whole bath, though, like we we're not talking about somebody who fully showers. I'm saying I, I can do it. She's, I, I think she's I a steady whole whole bather. I think I can do it. I think and I've seen I, I've seen all I need to see. I think I, I think I can do it. I'll power mm-hmm. through it. I'll power through. You power through it with with, with, with 
uh, just basic, right? You wouldn't give her extra credit. The so. fucking what do you mean extra credit? Cloud around her. Right. What do you mean? Big pig cloud, nigga. That's what you like, got. Like the Pippin Le Puke cloud, nigga. Right. Like the Le Cloud, nigga. If you got like, the cloud and shit choking you out and shit, like I feel like kind of lingus is out of the question. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I'll no, just no, 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 no. I thought that's what you meant by like. No, 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 Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was just checking. I was concerned. So the thing that pissed me off. Oh, go ahead. Hold up. So, I mean, she's young, so I need have to rev up the engine to get it going. But let's just say that, you know, she... <laughs> if it comes down she, to a judgment call? Ready, she ain't ready to, to put the car in drive yet. Like, how you go? you know what I'm saying? So, so you say, so if it came down to the can, that would I eat the beat? Yeah. Nah, um, bro. You get all Hold on, hold on, that. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> them titties or something. <laughs> <laughs> if titties fake, it might not have the same uh, sensitivity. Hey man, you gotta do. I mean, you got you kind of got to do what you got to do. I mean, I can say no, and a lot of niggas can say no. But, but this is this is a safe space, so hopefully you're honest here. No, I mean honestly, honestly. I mean, no, I mean honestly, I can say fucking no on this podcast. But we all know once once the bullets once the bullets start flying, like hey boy, ain't no telling what type of decisions a nigga make. Hey man, you gotta draw a line. <laughs> A line in the sand somewhere, man. Nah, most. I don't know, man. That's not true. Cause niggas get real. Like they, they throw all their little rules out of out out when shit gets real, real. Oh. Seldom, seldom, seldom do niggas if you, draw. If you lit a musty pussy candle in your house, nigga, and you had the best of ribs, uh, <laughs> nigga, I'm not stepping foot in your house, nigga. Like some things you just have to say no to. Like, nigga, you have all the crab legs, but. But it depends on how you. But it depends on how you feel about it, though. It depends on how you feel about it. Funky smells and it's not too, huh? It depends on how you feel about it too. It depends on the chick too. Yeah. We're talking about Walker right now. I mean, Summer Walker for you might be different than Summer Walker for me. I mean, you can't get saved you from drowning. I mean, you can't get mad at me for eating a musty pussy and it's Summer Walker. But then we talk about somebody else. We talk about I don't know somebody in yo. In your top ten, and we ask you about it, and you be like, ah, well, you know, I mean, you know, what I'm saying, you can't, you can't judge me, man. That's I'm just saying, that's my, that's my hard line, man. Musty oh, you're, you're anti-musty pussy. Yeah, I'm funky pussies or no, I can't. No, no. Now, what, 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 we didn't say funky, we said musty. Or is it like it's, it's smelling like fish a little bit? That's different. That's different. Because you might have, they might hide something. Because you could be musty and not put deodorant on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, right. dog, you're not dirty. You just didn't put deodorant on. That's musty. It's but, not fresh. But funky is like, mm, but bitch, you got a problem. If you splash washing your vagina with a... <laughs> Never mind, man. What's the next? What's what? Oh, so, so this is how... It, oh. <laughs> so we were talking to these niggas about... Uh, <laughs> 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 splash, uh, just move on. This is... <laughs> Fucking shit! We talk about eating mustard pussy. Uh, I didn't. Even, I didn't even think that was that was a topic on the show. Let me look at the dossier. Was that on? So it then, was. so what? So what was talking about how he loves summer, and then Chef was like, uh, I don't know about that. So then Wood was like, Well, who the fuck you fuck with? And he was like, Scissor. And I was like, Well, Scissor ah, yeah. is some more mature Summer Walker. Like, I, I was like. 
Summer Walker is like the chick in high school or college who's in love with like this one dude who she can't get over, blah, 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 but hasn't really lived life enough to know that like this nigga really ain't about shit. SZA, on the other hand, has had some war war wounds. Go ahead, motherfucker. (laughs) War wounds. And like she's waited around for this nigga and been through him cheating and who else knows and all types of bullshit. But I mean, she's still sticking around for ain't shit niggas, but she's just sticking around for like other types of ain't shit niggas. So she might have left that one nigga, but now she's fucking with married niggas and, you know, still fucking with drug dealer niggas. You know, just ain't shit niggas too. So Scissor's just a more mature Summer Walker. So what was ironic about what you said was so I went to Scissor's Instagram and our she posted something saying no longer available for things that make me feel like shit. I'm like, come on, Scissor, you could you could still do that. We gotta stop calling her Scissor Scissor in um in two thousand and twenty. We call her Scissor. Just when niggas say it, it just sounds like Scissor. That's all. Oh, well, I'm I'm also say that Scissor is better than Summer Walker. Because whoa, 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 Mister, let, let me stop you, bro. She ain't got them. She ain't got no fake breasts. She ain't got no fake ass. She just be in the gym. Them Summer Walker fake titties and fake ass look good now. And for the record, I'm just talking musically. Um, oh. Oh, I haven't even begun to talk music yet. Wait, we talk about music? I mean, I, I like her music better, too. I mean, she just needs to come out with some new shit. But I, I like her music better as well. I like Scissors. I like Scissors. I like Scissors music better. I do like yeah. Scissors music better. But Summer Walker would definitely get the yike before Scissors does. But they're the same. They're in the same fucking swim lane, man. If SZA went in under the knife, she'd God forbid. She's in the Summer Walker lane. I mean, they're both the same, same chick. Not one, musically, though. not musically, but bodily. One is a. Well, I'm one, just talking musically. One I'm is a, musically. Summer Walker is definitely yeah. for a younger. One's an Ultima two point five S, and one's a one's a Max. You know, no big deal. They both need. Fair songs. enough. All right, so Delonte West. Delonte West had a. a a video of there's a video posted of Delonte West that went viral a couple of days ago. Apparently he had just been beaten up um and he was seemed to be under influence of some sort of uh, drug or some sort of substance. I accidentally hit that. What? <laughs> that was Wait, like, oh, sorry. That was, was an accident. I did not mean to do that. What was you trying to do? I was just trying to look at something, not even on my phone. I tried to pause. Okay. So so he um so the vid- so the video went out um and obviously, you know, I saw it. It was pretty upsetting to me as far as, you know, seeing a man going through, you know, so much when he was uh, in the NBA for so many years. Um, obviously, you know, playing with the the Cavaliers with LeBron because they had the whole controversy about him allegedly fucking LeBron's mama or whatever. But that's water under the bridge, obviously. I know I saw a few articles today about players reaching out to him. Um, I know LeBron... Um, Want, wants to help him get wants to fund some fund him to get some help um a few other players are saying they they've reached out to him and they're concerned about his well-being so obviously that's great in terms of other players looking out um but it does go into a bigger conversation around um mental health and athletes i mean between this um obviously we've seen the um we've heard about the Aaron Hernandez document uh, documentary if you haven't seen it yet um, the issues with Antonio Brown and those some issues something else came out today uh, about him um, potentially being arrested for battery so 
in general, these athletes are going through it. I mean, um, what are your thoughts on the, that current state and what, why this isn't a pl- the whole push on mental health in the black community seems to not apply to athletes and we're not really giving them um, the opportunity to kind of have that type of grace to get mental health. So me personally, um, I went to high school with Delonte, so um, he was not never like that in high school. You know what I'm saying? He's younger than me, but you know he was never like that in high school. Seemed like a regular type of cat, so it's kind of crazy when we all get to um, everybody makes their millions and everybody like gets to like you know get being successful. You see people's problems. You know what I'm saying? And he's definitely got a problem. I hope he finds help. I'm not gonna say nothing negative about the brother. You know what I'm saying? But in general. It, Men's health is one thing, but celebrity health is a totally different type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have a pathway to working on our shit. You know what I'm saying? As regular, hardworking men in society. You know what I'm saying? But when you are a semi-pro athlete, pro-athlete type of situation, it's totally different, you know what I'm saying, type of mental health. And I don't think that people... Often, you know what I'm saying? I don't think there are a lot of resources out there for those type of people, those type of personalities. And I don't think those type of personalities necessarily are the type to seek help. Like, I think they say us as black men, we have an alpha mentality and we don't want to seek help and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of us work at the motherfucking post office and shit like that. And we don't want to seek help. So how does a type A football player who's won a Super Bowl or won an NBA championship or makes millions of dollars if my black ass is not going to go see a therapist because I think I'm too hot shit to go see a therapist how is he going to go see a therapist you know what I'm saying and I think it's just it's a little bit different but it's part of the same it's part of the same package and you know what I'm saying I mean it's unfortunate you know what I'm saying I mean there's not a lot of resources for professional athletes semi-pro athletes there's a lot of semi-pro athletes out here that are going through the same bullshit you never hear about them because they're not on TV but it's just a sad, it's a sad situation. It's a sad state of affairs. You look at Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, people will say is CTE. CTE is great because it's so easy. It's, oh, this motherfucker got hit in the head so many times. Look at the big hole in his brain. That's great. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can find a bad guy. You can find the boogeyman about why he acted the way he did. But the reason why the documentaries went on Hulu, went on Netflix went through his upbringing and uh, the issues with the homosexuality and the issues with the drugs and the issues with being around people who didn't love him and they probably didn't have his best interests in mind. The reason why they brought those parts of the story up is because those are the things that drove him to being the unstable person that he was, you know what I'm saying? And so easily that's overlooked because it's easier to medicate. It's easier to blame CTE. It's easier to blame something that has a label on it as opposed to Damn, like, this motherfucker really needed some fucking help, and he should have saw somebody decades ago, not fucking after he's in the NFL, and now we're trying to unpack shit that's happened over 20 years. Right. I mean, and when it comes to, like, professional athletes, sometimes it takes a lot of, um, not it doesn't take, but sometimes drama in their life or some bad shit that happens, happened is what motivates them to that point to become a professional athlete. Yeah. So they have all types of, and we, you know, KD or it's so many athletes that, you know, lost parents, came up in the streets, slept in the car, been homeless, you know, all types of shit. That's what motivates them to that point. Then they get to that point 
and then everybody loves them, and then all of a sudden everybody hates them. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about Delonte, who, you know, made it to the NBA, and this scandal came where it said that he had sex with the most popular, one of the most popular athletes of all time in the world currently, how that has to fuck with him. Like, people stop fucking with him because of that. So you kind of see that in like... Well, hold on one second, like, J.J. Uh, his mother, right? Who? Yeah, you you said, said he fucked one of the most famous athletes in the world. Who well, he ain't fucked LeBron, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he oh, just want to clarify that. I mean, he's one of the... Well, I mean, but... I, Motherfuckers were blaming that nigga for a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas for real stopped fucking with that nigga behind that. And that has to fuck with you. And I was saying that, like, you see that in child stars where, like, they're real popular at a young age. So when they don't have that popularity anymore, they don't know how to deal with it. And, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hella popular. But I don't know how that feels. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was really popular when I was six and shit. It's seven. But. 19? You know what I'm saying? Now, like, fucking uh, Mary Katie and fucking Ashley, whatever the motherfuckers' names are. So it, it has to be something because you see so many child stars turn into other things, drugs, or, you know what I'm saying? Just the whole different strokes crew what happened you know whatever happened to them motherfuckers like niggas so, abused. i mean so anyway a lot of that comes with the territory too so yeah it should be something in place it should be i feel like a mandatory like if you're a professional athlete you should have to talk to some sort of uh mental health professional maybe once a week just yeah. just because this shit didn't happen you know what i'm saying like so, we we all played sports on this podcast. So at some point in time, or been in competitive something like, if you ever won a championship at something, whether it be your little league basketball, baseball, or some shit, the high that you feel after you've won is incredible. You know what I'm saying? But then if you have that incredible high and you go talk to somebody who doesn't give a fuck about that championship, or the day after, or the day after that your dopamine levels come back down, you know what I'm saying? And you feel a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, I just won the championship, but, like, I still got to do my fucking chores and shit. Like, it's, that's that on a micro level. Like, imagine you're a professional athlete. Everywhere you fucking go, people know you. People love you. It's been like that for 10, 15, 20 years of your life, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, people don't know you. Or something happens and you're no longer loved the way you've been loved since you were in middle school. You know what I'm saying? Your brain has been conditioned and been programmed to a point where you're used to a certain level of congratulation and praise and your dopamine is high as fuck. You don't know how to come down. It's just like a fucking drug. So people will get depressed as fuck after that shit. I know if I feel that shit a little bit after I won my little fucking basketball fucking trophy and soul career or some shit i know that somebody like that it's crazy you know what i'm saying and these are the type of things that people deal with 
it doesn't necessarily have to be anything negative like I got robbed or my mama died or something like that. It's just just the swings and emotion, the swings and energy that they feel. You can go from a championship player in one month and the next month, like your team doesn't make the playoffs, you're traded, your family has to move. Like these are real people that we're dealing with and these are the emotions that they go through. And you have to think about that because people have been liking you at such an early age, like you haven't emotionally matured. Um, to you got plates, nigga? When pe- you got a plate? I don't know what just happened. Uh, no, you happy at home. You got plates for the podcast, nigga. <laughs> Man, you haven't emotionally matured. You know what I'm saying? To deal with that type of regular ass shit, regular fucking life. Yeah. Because you never had to deal with regular life. So everybody's always patting you on the back and give, giving you three extra nuggets at McDonald's and shit like that because you of of what you've been able to do at an early age. So you never had to deal with, you know, the nose and you're you know you're not good enough and all and all that type of shit. So when you get to an age and you haven't emotionally matured, then fuck, you're still emotionally like fucking thirteen years old when it comes to dealing with real life fucking problems. Yeah, think about the so, nigga who went to college who can't let college go. Like that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we know a ton of those kinds of people. But I was going to say, though, um, for me, definitely kudos to LeBron. Um, you know, like you say, given the situation and the rumors and stuff that was swirling around about his mom, I think that was uh, very admirable to basically, you know, take this on and say, hey, you know, I want to do whatever I can to help this guy bring him out to LA and we're going to get him the help he needs. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's major. And honestly, I wasn't a LeBron fan, um, in basketball, but he's growing on me more and more because of stuff like this. Like that's just a very stand up act. So, um, you know, hopefully Delonte West can write the ship, but, uh, and I, with LeBron's back, and I'm sure that can happen because, you know, he's going to have the best therapist and the best of everything. Like, money ain't going to be no object because he said, you know, he's going to spend whatever till he get back on his feet. So yeah, That's good shit. So, yeah. And there are a few more updates. So um, it looks like the NBA's in general has um, released a statement saying they're going to um, look to give him, provide him some uh, some help as well. So that's that's great. And then the officer who actually filmed him in handcuffs has been uh, suspended indefinitely. So, which you know, that, that's that was definitely not expected. Usually, cops don't have any sort of punishment for retribution or anything. So, I'm not sure I agree with that. You, you agree with what part? Why well, was suspending the cop who who videotaped it? If he didn't videotape it, would we be getting Delonte the help he needs? Yeah, but that, I mean, you make a good point. Like, so we, like the kind of like we we wouldn't have known what happened. Um, but the thing is also the he, he didn't have you know he didn't have good intentions. It wasn't because he like loved Delonte West and wanted to make sure LeBron held him down and the NBA would would give him the treatment he needs. It was more to embarrass him. But that's so, the but that's the result though. I mean, intentions yeah, are one thing, but, but results intentions. are but results are another. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, you're gonna suspend this cat for however long, take money out of his fucking pocket, but the direct fruits of his embarrassment or whatever the fuck he was trying to do is that Delonte gets help. So what do yeah, you... Yeah, but it has nothing to do with him, though. What are you encouraging in the future? What do you mean? So now it's like, all right, don't take a videotape of none of these niggas and just let them be fucking crazy on the fucking street. Yeah, I mean, yeah. under normal circumstances, 
most niggas get to be crazy on the street and they get nothing at all. So, and the reason he's getting anything is because he's Dante West. So it's not a normal situation. Did the cop recognize him, you think, for real? Like, I think the cop recognized him. Wasn't it in D.C.? Or wasn't it like in Baltimore or something? It was, it was around the crib, but I mean, <laughs> he had he to was- recognize him. I mean, fiends and shit around here is not nothing that really needs to be videotaped and posted. We got enough of them. He had to recognize him in order to videotape him and post it. I mean, boat heads and shit like that ain't nothing really to post nowhere. And he's like six three, six four. He ain't like he'll you stick. You call a nigga a boathead? No, I'm saying like around here we got a lot of boatheads and shit like that. So what's like, a boathead? That's a, I'm, I'm just asking. Like niggas who smoke like fucking like PCP and shit like that. Love boat. Oh, okay. Like niggas who want that shit, we got enough of them around here. You don't need to like videotape that and post it anywhere. Like yeah, nigga, that's Tuesday. So in order for him to post that nigga tripping like that. It had to be of some sort of significance. Because, I mean, he was wilding, but it wasn't even like he was doing nothing crazy that was so entertaining. He was just bugging. So he posted that shit because he knew he was going to get clicks. He knew he was going to get notoriety because it was Delonte West. Right. So that nigga should be suspended. Right. I mean, he definitely, the, he definitely got the punishment he deserves. <sighs> so at, yeah. before we move on, would you want a gold medal? Oh, a gold medal? I don't know. You said you went so you went basketball in Seoul, Korea. Yeah, uh, like 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 little league basketball and shit like that, man. You know what I'm saying? You oh, like... oh, I thought you were talking about like the Olympics when it was in Seoul. No, 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 no. That no, no, went no, 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 okay. It was no, something no, no, to call him a liar. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was at, how you just going like try to yada 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 after you being on the Olympic basketball team? No, 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 no. No, the dream team didn't accept me. Okay, it was different. Okay, go ahead. My bad. Well, speaking of dream teams. Beyonce and Ivy Park, um, Adidas and, and Beyonce's brand. Fuck, I had a no, really you had it. You I had, had it though. It, like dog. it was like right there. Like it was in and my like, hands. Think of the dream team. And I was trying to shoot it. Oh man, it's a little too musty yeah. for your mouth. <laughs> man, Beyonce. Anyway, so let me rewind it. So speaking of dream teams, Adidas and Beyonce's athleisure brand Ivy Park collaborated. And released um, their new, uh, I guess, a new line for the winter, spring, last week, and uh, it sold out like hotcakes. It went like, like the fresh new um, pair of Jordans came out when the breads came out the last time. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously a nigga, so it seemed like a, a big deal. I know my wife was talking about it. I know a lot of women I know that were talking about how they didn't get anything at all. Um, so. I guess it's good for uh, you know Beyonce, um, Professor, getting richer. But um, what did y'all hear about this? I mean, y'all Olays wanted some Ivy Park. They about to get their yoga on and shit. Man, fuck all these hoes, man. I thought it was beautiful, man. <laughs> what? It Wait, was beautiful, what? man. He loses all his little hive this week. Hey, man, look, man. Look, if I lost my hive, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, like... I had people coming to me like, well, you know, I'm trying to get the Ivy Park sneakers. Like, how do I get the Ivy Park sneakers? Like, they about to be all sold. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you asking me for. I don't work for no fucking Adidas. It's like, oh, well, how do you get your sneakers? (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get your sneakers? The same way everybody else get their fucking sneakers. Like, you got to go fucking hit the site or know somebody with some bots or something like that. It's like, oh, well, you don't have no bots. I'm like, look, man, don't try to make up for 20 years of you not being a sneakerhead in one fucking weekend. 
just so you can get these fucking Ivy Park sneakers, okay? Just go figure this shit the fuck out. Like, I'm so happy. It it warmed my tiny little heart to see women, like, going through the same shit that men go through whenever the fuck Nike drops a fucking hot release, which is really, like, every 14 to 15 days. Like, we go through this shit often, you know what I'm saying? Like, to see y'all go through that for some Beyonce shoes, it was great. It, it warmed my heart, really. Thing is, the shoes look like for niggas, though. I mean, they kind of hard. Mm-hmm. They look like women's shoes. Nah, them shoes. I didn't, them shoes I didn't, I didn't know nothing about it until I saw it on social media. Like, it was all right. I, uh, I didn't see the shoes per se, but I saw all the clo- like the clothes are like purple and orange or like uh, maroon and orange. <laughs> Beyonce got a color scheme though. Those are her colors. I'm just saying. They look cool, man. I saw like uh, all the promotional stuff she was giving away to famous people. I seen um, Lizzo twerking and uh, fucking Meg The Stallion. Like, I feel bad for Meg The Stallion. Like, um, because I feel like she's been pigeon, she's pigeon holding herself to uh, just, always. Just her ass. Yeah, man. Like, I I watched the video of her getting her shit. And it's just like her. Shaking her ass, shaking her ass, shaking her ass, shaking her ass, shaking her ass. I'm like, nah, like, she can actually rap. Like, it's, it's kind of like when music came out with love, and then, like, he got all the notoriety, so now that's all he sings is fucking ballads. And so who, get, who gives a fuck about his song? Same thing with Trey songs. All he talks about is, like, fucking now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how he really came out, but he got, like, invented sex. He got so much notoriety from that, it's like, all right, well, let me just make teenage fuck songs you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i hate it when people do that to themselves like you don't have to like oh yeah we like that you drive the boat and you twerk but you can actually rap like i don't i don't know man Thing maybe is, niggas it. mad maybe maybe niggas mad at me for telling megan to stop all the goddamn twerking because it, it's I don't ad like nauseum you. now you know you know what i'm saying like I think people that really give Meg all the love are people that went to schools that are not HBCUs and that are above the Mason-Dixon line. Like, to me, Meg the Stallion looks like any chick who's above 25 on a Delta line. That's just how I personally feel. She's she fine, but she's not that fine. Mm. She tell dogs, huh? She, yeah. she del- tell dogs. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. yeah, you know. My thing is that she's like 23 years old, so 23-year-olds like to shake their ass. Let them shake their ass. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, I'm. I don't think she's even. She's only twenty three. So yeah, man, Meg is not old. I think. Grown face. <laughs> she is. A, she, she is twenty eight. ish in the face. Hey, bro, you can't say that. She I can. Born, nah, she, uh, she. She don't look like a youth. She was born in nineteen ninety five, nigga. Like you know. Oh man, she definitely look like she. Saying you can't do that on television at least she's, once. She's never heard two part rap when he was like. <laughs> Uh, but the she, fucked up I mean, thing, none of the fucked up thing about the Ivy Parks is they're not new shoes. They're Ultra Boost, and I forgot what the other Adidas shoes are called. They're just different colorways. They're not even a new shoe. That's what makes it crazy. Some, different, some additional strengths. I mean, no, but, you talk, but you're talking to yourself when the Jordans come out. Like, but the right. Jordan niggas be red, right? Be, but the brands are a they're their own shoe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I'm gonna say, like the Playoff Elevens, they're their own shoe. You know what I'm saying? The fours are their own shoe. You know what I'm saying? The fucking phone posits are their own shoe. You know what I'm saying? The the cough drops. It's a colorway. That's when we get into like colorways and shit. But like Beyonce did not drop a new shoe. She dropped a different colorway of the Ultra Boost. 
They freaked it a little. In the bit. other they, show, they, they added their own little colors to it. Colors, the color. They added them weird little strings. They did something to the tongue. What do they do to the tongue? You can't even call what they did to the tongue. They, that don't even. They, that don't even make no sense. They put some little grooves in it. The tongue was the same for all of them because they took like some. They took like little classic joints and redid them. They took the um, the Ultra Boost and um and redid them. So. They did something to it to make it kind of more specific to Beyonce. Besides, Beyonce kind of anal. She seemed like the type that it's like she wanted her shit to look a particular way anyway. Speaking so. of anal, it looked like her booty too high or something. Mm, you said that before. I did. I saw the picture. What's the picture? It was, I think it was one of the uh, the Ivy Park pictures. She got on like a leotard, like a burgundy leotard, and she's holding something that's like hanging on her back. I forget where it came from. She had, like a a book, she had a backpack on. She had a backpack on, but it looked like her booty is upside down. Like the high part is on the low part, and the low part is on the high part. It looks, it looks odd. Her booty looks odd, more odd every time I see it. It's interesting you say that because I saw somebody on social media said that it's rumored that she got like some kind of um, augmentation, like a butt lift or fat redistribution or something. So that kind of aligns with what you're saying. They were also saying, like, after you have kids, there's some area near the stomach where it's really hard to lose. The, f- like the fupa. She, think. she doesn't yeah. have that. And, like, the ass. So her fupa is on her ass. No way. That's. that's <laughs> we definitely going to get hate mail. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey. It was coming anyway. So the thing is, the homegirl <laughs> said, like, I know a couple of women. I know said that shit, and I was like, man, y'all, y'all bitches are some haters, because Ooh, I was God, like, bitches. Yeah, Ooh, right. Was it? It wasn't me this time. It wasn't me this time. Yeah. Oh no, I was just saying they were some haters because oh, I was like, y'all some haters because you know she got the money, she a billionaire, so she gonna get, she wanna augment herself, she gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? So, but the thing is, she also has a lot of Photoshop in her picture, so. Well, if somebody just fucked up the Photoshopping. Right, I, I was guessing it was Photoshop. I thought it was Photoshop too. I just yeah. feel like because she's like a billionaire, like she and she has like you know world class trainers and shit. They probably just world class trained her to where she just lost the weight. <laughs> world class, world class <laughs> trained her. That didn't come out right. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Hey boy, make <laughs> a world class training your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back, AB. I don't come Ooh, little, 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 little world class train. <laughs> never mind. Never Big mind. dick buster. Summer walk. What? Y'all don't watch uh, Godfather of Harlem? That's it. No. Oh man, they got a nigga on Godfather of Harlem that they bring in when they want to torture a nigga. The nigga's name is Big Dick Buster. You're a rapist. <laughs> He's that's a rapist. I don't. Ooh, I'm not I don't want to torture me. Yeah, like nigga came in, like, oh, you don't want to talk. Don't kill me. Oh, I ain't gonna kill you. <laughs> Let me introduce you to Big Dick Buster. Next cut scene, nigga gave up all the info. Hey boy, having a rapist on the on the payroll is not cool. <laughs> That's so dark. I don't know if I wanna fuck with him now. You it's, fucked up epics. It's great though. Go watch Godfather of Harlem. <laughs> Featuring Big Dick Buster. <laughs> not with a rapist on the payroll. <laughs> Speaking of crimes. <laughs> So I like I said like I haven't been watching Power and I need to I need to start Power the last season because um, I watched all of the other ones. Talk about Power. Yeah, definitely spoiler. a spoiler alert. So BT, fast like, forward. 
Don't listen to this part. If you don't want to get into this. Or if you just don't, but if you want to just talk bad to us, listen to this part and then say we spoiled it for you and cancel us or whatever. But, um, so I guess Ghost got killed, well, he got shot, rather, at some point in the season. And I guess last week they revealed who shot Ghost. They ain't revealed that shit yet? You oh, don't yeah, watch Foul? I told, I just literally just said I haven't watched this season. Oh. This is okay. the first, I, I need to make, I mean, I have to catch up. So they're going to reveal it this week? No, I don't fucking know. Did uh, yeah, like two more weeks. So yeah. they're taking everybody who. All right, so spoiler, you see that ghost is shot and he's supposedly dead. And one episode they showed all the characters who had motive to kill ghost, and all of them had fucking pistols, and all of them were headed to fucking truth to kill the nigga. And then you're like, oh no, who shot ghost? So then it was like fucking four weeks. And now they're showing everybody's uh, fucking point of view. Um, so we have, uh, at this point, we know that uh, Angela's sister, Paz, didn't do it, right? Yeah, Paz didn't do it. Didn't do it. We know that Dre didn't fucking... Do it. Who? Dre didn't do it. Dre didn't do it. We know that Tommy didn't do it. Um, so it, at this point, it's down to... Either Tasha or Tariq, and I'm gonna guess Tariq. Now you got now like you that. you got white buddy too. Yeah, but they would he would so when again this last episode, fucking Ghost is on the ground. Tommy comes in there to like make amends and all try to save fucking Ghost, and they look up at the fucking balcony and Tommy's about to shoot the nigga. And then fucking Ghost is like, nah, 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 let the nigga go, let him go, let him go, let him go, yeah. before he dies. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't, if it was the fucking white boy, he wouldn't have said let him go. So I think it would only be between Tariq and Tasha. And But if it was I Tasha, like, if it was Tasha, would Tommy be about it to go kill? I don't think Tommy would kill Tasha. I don't think Tommy would kill Tariq, but I mean, at that point where you're just emotional, you're just looking up and you got the gun pointed at the motherfucker. I mean, somebody killed your best friend and, you know, and you're a killer, so. True. I think your first instinct is like, well, let me just shoot this motherfucker. True. So, I I don't think it's the the white boy. What if it's not none of them? What if it's like plot twist or something like like some Mr. Burns shit like when Maggie said oh yeah. hold on man I, hold on oh. the whole shit is basically who shot JR anyway but it is um what if who's the chick Ruiz's daughter like she keeps coming up on episodes for some reason with no reason at all and I feel like they keep stringing her into shows just to make her still relevant like she could have killed Ghost like she keeps sticking out of my head for some reason my thing is, was Ghost standing on the railing? Because how the fuck did he fall that way? Like, if you got shot, you fell backwards. Like, right, but like, like the fucking like a rail has to be four foot. I mean, that's building codes in New York. I mean, you know what I'm saying? For this nigga that went to the building codes, code, guys. nigga, for the past code, it has to be fucking four foot. So if somebody you see you fall backwards nigga you have to flip at least one time a full flip to, to go back the way he was nigga which would mean he would have had to be higher up like the way that he got mm-hmm. shot was like there was no rail 
Like he just fell back. I I agree with whatever the fuck. Or did you? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I want to know that. I agree with whatever you said because you evoked building codes in New York. So I agree with whatever the fuck J Joe has said. But but is that the truth? It it sounded great. It doesn't matter. It sounded great. Full circle. Go ahead, Google it. How tall does a rail have to be? (laughs) He said, put put twenty on it. Don't Google it yet. Put twenty on it. (laughs) But yeah, you you can't have a fucking. You can't have a rail where somebody can just fall over. Like it's, it's just it's just building codes in general. But uh, but go ahead, somebody Google it. And let me know. It's supposed to be. But fair. I mean, it's all types of questions that you have to ask. Like, who were the niggas that were shooting at Tommy and Ghost? They was like, oh, they make the Italians. Like, one of them was said the Italian. Right, Dead said. <laughs> Why was Dead? Who said Dead said? So, so I'm in a a, a power group. Um, was no, it I was a prayer group at one point, but it wasn't. Um, and they said that they think that's Tasha's daycare boyfriend that was fucking her in the daycare on the desk and shit. Like Ooh, he had like, goals. Was, so maybe. Tasha got back to fucking again this season. Oh yeah, she's oh, been yeah. Her. yeah, she out there. What yeah. about Tate? Is Tate Tate still in it, right? Yeah. Or is it too well, easy? Don't we know it? We know it wasn't Tate because Tate thought that he paid Dre off. Like Tate thought Dre was gonna do it. True. Remember? True. So, yeah, we was not Tate. Mm. Stressful. Uh, so, random, did anybody watch, uh, you know, I fuck with Kirby Enthusiasm? Uh, I do. Did y'all watch it? I did not. I got to record it. I, record it. Man, I, mean, I ain't going to front. I think that was like one of my, I think it's like my, my top five now. Top five what? Episodes of Curb. That shit was okay. hilarious. <laughs> you can't just say top five with no context. Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about Kirby Enthusiasm. So right. I guess we're about to go into TV shows. Man, The Watchmen was really good. I'm sad that there's not going to be a second episode of The Watchmen. How is there not going to be a second season of The Watchmen? Did guess... anybody read the article why they said it wasn't going to be a second a second season? No, nah, Illuminatus. So, I, yeah, I heard it was. I mean, I didn't read the article, but I thought he just was like, it was some sort of crazy. So, wait. See the article so, that not, nobody so, read. Right. So, what are you about to say? He said, I didn't yeah, read the article, I'm but shameless. what are you about to say right now? I'm ashamed of myself because I should have read it, but go ahead. Oh, you didn't read either? No, I said uh, three niggas. So, from what I. From this what has I turned gathered, into a shit show. They said they weren't going to um, renew it at the very beginning. Like, it was only, it was only supposed to be like a one season thing because. Of the creative, I mean, he's like he's talking about we can't, we only create so much, and um, we don't need to like over, like I guess saturate the story storyline. You just got started, right? It was a continuation of an existing story. I guess they they only had, they wanted to no, have it all wasn't that it wasn't it wasn't a continuation. Like most of the most of the stuff changed. Like Rorschach or Rorschach, whatever I would fuck you say it. He wasn't even in the show. This was a totally new like universe. So is is this a was there a black creator in this? Is like No, it's the know? same dude who did uh um the the um what's that show? The Leftovers. He was the yeah. same showrunner from, from the Leftovers. Which was also a good show, by the way. Uh, yeah, I love I, I fucked with the Leftovers. So it was the same dude and I guess what happened was when they were um trying to think of concepts for the show, someone was telling him about um Black Wall Street, and I guess it was interesting because you know, you know, white folks never heard of any of that. Because I even talked to a dude at work. He was like, "Did you know about Black Wall Street?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm black." But um, <laughs> so so it was like they had never heard of that. So they wanted to build the storyline around it being in Tulsa, 
and, and include all those elements about um, reparations and things like that because of because of the history there. So it was something that he didn't know, and he wanted to have the opportunity to te- to, in, to inform their viewership of, of that of that p- part of our history. So, I mean, I thought that was it interesting. Was a lot was, of wo- it was a lot of woke shit. I would have yeah, it was sworn it was just woke as fuck. I guess that's why they weren't gonna have no second season because you know yeah, that's why I thought it wasn't gonna be now. any second season because it was way too woke for HBO. Like I thought that maybe it was switched to Netflix or some shit. It still might. It still might not, nigga. Shit wasn't weird. But you don't have to take my word for it. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the With All Due Respects. With all due respect, uh, I ran across this article the other day that was saying basically January 19th is normally the day when most people quit their New Year's resolution. So uh, it was basically encouraging you to keep going. You know, it's natural to want to quit or what have you. And, uh, you know, basically I just wanted to echo those sentiments like, you're at this point, you're already doing good 20 days in, you know, like you're rocking and rolling. So just keep the momentum going. Um, this is guy on my timeline. He uh, He's doing like a 90-day soup challenge. I think he eats soup for all, all meals pretty much, like soup and water and juice and that kind of stuff. And, um, and he eats like fruit as well. And it's kind of crazy because I remember he started like, you know, 90 day suit challenge day one. And now shit, the day he on like day 22 or 23 or something, that shit that flew by, you know. So <clears throat> just uh, stay the course and make it work with all due respect. With all due respect, uh, men out here, we need to really put boundaries or set parameters rather on what we'll accept from our barbers. Um, I noticed I've been in a very abusive relationship with my barber for the past uh, six years. Uh, despite the fact that I tip regularly and provide Christmas bonuses and things of that nature, a lot of times I'm passed over for uh, appointments. Um, if I make an appointment, like the last week, um, I ended up having to wait uh, two additional hours because he was backed up. <clears throat> and things of that nature. But we have to know our values. I mean, granted, our barbers have a, a huge stake in terms of our our appearance and, and our perception to all in terms of our, our looks and potentially our appeal. But we need to set these boundaries. And I'm going to start with me. And if my barber makes me wait another two hours, I might just let him go with all due respect. With all due respect, I don't care. What do I not care about? I don't care about your fucking opinion. I don't care about your fucking opinion about me or my particular opinion in general. Um, 
I come on this podcast to say whatever it is that's on my heart and however I look at the world. Um, the other members of this podcast do the same thing. The reason why we still have a podcast is because we all have unique and sometimes very special points of view on how we view the world. If you come to listen to this podcast and expect for us to echo the same things that you think in your head, we probably would not have a podcast beyond five episodes. However, we have a podcast beyond those five episodes, beyond 50 episodes, beyond 60 episodes, because we are providing a different point of view, each individually different from your individual point of view. So I suggest that you keep your fucking opinion to yourself. If you have a problem with any of my opinions, and I'm saying this lovingly, I'm not really mad at you guys. I love all of you guys. Um, if you have a problem with my opinion, Instagram is at JJOFTW. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Woodrow F. Wilson. Um, if you have a problem on Facebook, it's also Woodrow F. Wilson. Feel free to reach out to me and tell me that my opinion fucking sucks. I love to debate argue people anybody who knows me knows that i love to do that i do that often i do it every day um no love lost continue to listen to the show really appreciate your feedback it's still fuck you but i really appreciate the fact that you listen to the show and just so you know at the end of the day i'm right and you're wrong with all due respect with all due respect you are responsible for your own happiness. Uh, not your parents, not your children, not your spouse, not your coworkers, not your boss. It's you. I think the problem is that a lot of us don't even know what makes us happy anymore. Uh, I think we all know what makes us unhappy. Uh, with me, I hate waiting on motherfuckers. I hate people that aren't punctual. Uh, I hate loud chewers. I know a lot of shit that makes me unhappy. But what really makes me happy is up to me. I have to figure that shit out. Um, so we've been talking about this uh, as it deals in relationships. But you need to figure that out uh, for yourself. You need to sit back, uh, try new things. Uh, that's some, something that I recommend. Go someplace you've never been before. Uh, maybe see a fucking therapist if you've never seen one. I know nowadays, if you you know everybody's doing the new fucking health plan for the year for your job. A lot of times, uh, well. Recently, they've been including that shit in your fucking health care. So, uh, you know, you might get five free talks to a, to a therapist. Why don't you go ahead and try that out? Because a lot of shit that deals with a happiness happened a long time ago, and it takes somebody trained to unlock those things that we've pushed in the deep, dark parts of our brain that we don't want to think about but it's also affecting our happiness now and the happiness uh, around uh, the happiness of the people around us like they said misery loves company so when you're unhappy more than likely your energy is making other people unhappy too so in 2020 uh, let's take some responsibility for our own happiness try some new things talk to some new people with all due respect.